Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Hey, Unstuckers. We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. This week, we've got a, a interview, but a special interview because we're doing it a little differently than we normally do it. Right, Chell? It's a lot a bit different. <laughs> it's a lot a bit different. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. So- <laughs> So we have a guest here named Grace Marshall who just wrote a new book called Struggle, and she has a one-on-one interview with Chell coming up here um, because Chell has been struggling. (laughs) Thanks, Josh. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) We all struggle, but (laughs) it was just amazing timing that Chell was having some real deep thoughts about her own business and her own struggle. And this author came along for an interview. So we thought instead of just interviewing her about the book, how about pretty much a coaching session between the author and Shell? Yeah, this was mind blowing. And I think things happen for a reason, right? Like you said, like this book fell into my lap at the most opportune moments. So I am beyond grateful, not only for the book, but also this really unique opportunity that I had with Grace. Yeah. So without further ado, here's Grace Marshall. Welcome, Grace. I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Chad. Of course. So we are going to start this off by a segment we like to call Three Questions. Three Questions. Are you ready? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Awesome. Question number one. What is your bucket list travel destination? Indonesia for the food. Ooh. <laughs> I'd be about that too. Yeah. Question two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? This is so hard. I think it would have to be something with aubergines. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Translation, eggplant. Oh, eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done in any particular style, there's so much you can do with eggplant. Oh, yeah, spicy, I think. Mm. Like Thai style, probably. Yeah, okay, I'd be Mm. about that too, for sure. (laughs) Okay, and then question three. What is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? I play the violin. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah, I used to play as a child, and then a couple of years ago, I started up again, and I love it, and I have absolutely no inclination to make any money whatsoever from it. (laughs) So you're not going to be out in, like, the London tube, like, trying to play? No? Okay. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) It's just for me. (laughs) Totally fair. All right, so tell the good people of the Unstuck Institute a little bit about who you are and what brought you on this journey of writing books. Mm, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a productivity ninja. That's my official job title. Um, it's actually what it says on my business cards and on my LinkedIn profile. I'm part of a team at Think Productive where we basically we um, go into companies, go into organizations. We run workshops 
to help people get their inboxes to zero, help them get in control of their workload. So basically all the sort of everyday nitty gritty productivity. As well as that, I run my own business. Um, My coaching business has been going since 2008. So I think that makes it officially a teenager this year. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and I started that business alongside um, growing a family. So my kids are now 12 and 15. So my business is like my middle child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, and I guess I'm naturally disorganized. So that's probably something you should know about me. I wouldn't have picked time management or productivity as my thing, (laughs) but um, it picked me basically, because I was juggling business and family. A lot of my clients were in the same boat and they just kept asking me, how do we do it, Grace? How do we, like, there's too much to do, not enough time. How do we get it all done? And so I got to a point where I just started going, okay, just answer the question, just see what helps. Um, And that's what sort of started my journey into productivity. Um, And then it led me to writing my first book, uh, 21 Ways to Manage the Stuff That Sucks Up Your Time, back in 2012. Uh, my second book is How to Be Really Productive, um, and that was in 2015. And my latest book is called Struggle, The Surprising Truth, Beauty, and Opportunity Hidden in Life's Shittier Moments. And it's actually out today as we speak, Chell. <laughs> so exciting. I'm jazz hands for you right now. Jazz hands and all the snaps. That is so awesome. I have so many questions about publishing, but that's not why we're here today. So we might have to have a different conversation about that yeah. because that is so cool. And I know that there's so many different ways you can do it. So we'll leave that for another show because I don't want to get that off. That can topic. be the after show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Trevor Noah's Between the Scenes. We could do something like that, maybe. Perfect. Your book, Struggle. I feel like that's so apropos for 2020, 2021, the shit that we've been going through. I mean, you guys are still on lockdown being in the UK. We just mm-hmm. got off lockdown in, in Germany a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's a struggle. Like not just like <laughs> not just like in the like small meaning of the word, but like in a larger, almost global scale, it's been mm. a struggle. Is was that kind of the inspiration for this? Well, it's a funny thing because the inspiration actually came in 2018. Oh wow! So before all of this started, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when 2020 hit, it was like, oh, this is the time I actually have to get it written now That's because awesome. this, you know, this it was playing out in front of me. Yeah, yeah. So 2020 lit a fire under your ass. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Sometimes we need it, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I talk about that in the book as well. Sometimes it's not until you hit a crisis that actually something happens. Like there's um, there's a bit in the book where I write impossibility is a game changer because it's not until the conventional way is shut that actually you then start looking for for new ways and you start looking to the periphery. You start looking to innovate because what was working before is no longer working. Girl, I love it. I've like written down so many quotes from the book. Like it is insane. It hit home so hard. You know, when, like you just said, like when something strikes you when you really need it, that was this book for me this weekend. It was perfect timing, impeccable timing and exactly what I needed to hear for where I'm at. So I I don't, I'm not alone there. So like, I'm happy that you were able to like hit this one out of the park. And I know that you're going to be able to help so many people with this book. Thank you so much. That's so good to hear. Yeah. Um, so what's been going on for you, Chell? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So guys, we're going to do something a little bit different. Grace is going to use her skills because if you guys listen to Cash Fry, you will have known or you will know that it's been a struggle bus the last couple of months business-wise. So yeah, let's uh, let's open up. Yeah. So I moved to Germany in August of last year and I completely revamped my business. So I've successfully moved it 
three states three times um, mm-hmm. within the states. Yeah. Um, my husband's in the Air Force, so we move a lot. And my business was then kind of like brick and mortar. I was personal chefing. And now mm-hmm. I've transitioned completely online um, as a chef and dietitian, teaching busy families how to cook uh, in under 30 minutes or less. So really honing in on some time-saving cooking skills and like the mentality and mindset around like family dinners and spending family time together. So I love what I do. However, it's been eight months and I have not had one client. I've had one, but it wasn't a good fit. I think the big challenge is, is differentiating between, and your book helped with this, but being like successful and then like kind of taking a step back and like saying, no, not, I'm not successful. Like just what I'm doing, maybe not, is not the right thing to do right now versus like, this is failing and I'm a failure. So I think Mm. disassociating those from each other has been really challenging just because I've been in the thick of it for so long. But your book has guided me to journaling a lot these last couple of days. And that's been super helpful um, Mm. to kind of just get out of it and like break out of that mentality. But it's challenging. I'm not going to lie to you. Like it's, it's hard to do the same thing day in, day out and not see success. And in my mind, success Mm -hmm. for a business is usually monetary other than like maybe some small indicators. But even then, like I'm using Instagram. So like, cool, I have followers, but that doesn't like one-to-one translate to clients. So I think that's where I'm at right now and really trying to find a better balance between work, play, and because I'm still working from home, like, and not in like cafes where I can like turn on Mm -hmm. and off work, I found myself working for literally months straight and I was just exhausted. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. No, I can definitely relate. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the, um, the things in the book, actually it's right towards the end of the book, I call it the three shits and it kind of describes you know, a new way of thinking about struggle. Cause what we tend to do is we think, shit, I'm struggling. I've got to fix it. And we jump straight to trying to get that resolution with a lot of people listening to what you said just now, they might jump in to go, Oh, well, tell how you tried this and have you tried that model and you, or what have you done? And they'll go straight into like tactics. Yeah. I wonder if we could just start with the first step, which is just, oh shit. Yeah. Which, which is the recognition. Like um, if you were to recognize the, the struggle, the pain, if you were to name that, what kind of things would you say is going on for you? Burnout, exhaustion. I don't know if this is a one word answer or not, but like mm-hmm. putting all of my efforts into something that's not fruitful truthfully marketing doesn't light me up so like Mm. I feel like I'm burnt like I'm burning that side of me out and it takes so much effort to do that and like show up for that that I'm exhausted to do anything else yeah so it's it's I'm feeling tired I'm exhausted I'm burnt out what um and in in your head and you started talking about a little bit but what kind of meaning are you attaching to it so what are you you taking that feeling and then what are you making it to mean unsuccessful like, I don't know what I'm doing, maybe kind of imposter syndrome, but also just like, I think that also stems and like goes into like procrastination, right? Like not knowing what to do. So that goes into procrastination. Mm. And I have a quote from you here in procrastination. The fear of being wrong is one of the biggest reasons we fail to put things right. And I think that is significant. And that is probably what sums up what I'm feeling very well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's interesting isn't it sometimes when we like when we start to name it what we do is we actually start to look it in the face so um, and one of the things that we notice is fear 
So fear of getting it wrong, fear of not knowing the right answers. Um, so just talk to me a little bit about that fear for you. How is it showing up and what kind of things is it, what's it driving you towards? Showing up is probably major anxiety and then not wanting to do anything work related at all. So mm-hmm. like I'd rather go for a run or I'd rather like be a couch potato than get work done. And most of the time, like putting something off until the mm. last, like very last minute that I have to do it. Mm. Okay, gotcha. And that's often, so what, um, what I talk about in the book is that you know, we tend to, fear will tend to get us into fight or flight. So it's either fight, what fight often looks like for us work-wise is that we kind of hustle on harder. Yeah. So that kind of feeling of burnout, that feeling of like, I just need to keep going. Um, that is what actually what fight often looks like in, in, in a work situation. Um, and then what flight often looks like it is procrastination. Sometimes, um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes giving things names are really helpful, aren't they? So yeah. um, in, in some of my workshops, I talk about the feeling of email rage. It's like road rage, but with email. And people are like, oh, yeah, 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 I can recognize that. So next time they're in email rage, they can feel it. They're like, okay, I'm in email rage right now. Step away from the computer. Do not press send. I'm not going to feel better afterwards. Yeah, we can definitely all relate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you know, I think the whole thing is about slowing yourself down to give the rest of your brain to catch up. So a tactic is to name it. Um, another tactic is to, you know, things like breathing, um, things like you know, if you slow your breathing down because yeah. the the stress response basically speeds up your breathing. So if you it's like the mind body link. If you start to do the physical things um, and, and kind of reverse it physically, your brain also gets the same signal. So it then starts going, yeah. oh okay. So it's almost like telling yourself that you're safe. So you know things like um, yeah you know, things like slowing down your breathing, slowing down your speaking. I have a really weird one when I'm in a, an argument with my husband um, and because I'm, I think, really quick and I'm quite expressive and I get loud, whereas he yeah. withdraws and he needs to think things through before he says them. And so it, it, it's kind of a, a really weird imbalance, especially when we're kind of emotional. Um, so yeah. I've noticed that if I stand on one leg and I try and balance, it kind of uses up part of my brain and helps to slow me down. It's the weirdest oh, wow. thing in the world, um, but it works. Um, and I stumbled on it and just from when I was doing some yoga. My yoga teacher um, got me to do a balance pose. And then she said, now, yeah, when that was done, she said, now, what did you think about? Where was your brain just now? I was like, absolutely nothing. Because I had to concentrate <laughs> so hard on, on kind of standing on one leg. So, yeah. yeah, so little things like that. So, And I think it's you know, when you notice that before you get there, then you've got a better chance of when you get there, like, you know, having something that you can do about it. Yeah. So I know you also talked about in your three shits, like going through the shit mm. and kind of just steeping in it for lack of a better <laughs> word. Yeah. So, I mean, the first one, yeah. So the first one is that, oh shit, it's, it's like sitting with it, recognizing it, not wishing it away and just going, yeah, there is, this is shit. And it should because of this, 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 you know, and, and kind of just rec- recognizing it, facing it. Yeah. The second is, um, I call it, what is this shit? <laughs> so yeah. it's the reckoning. It's when we start to kind of play with it. And that's when the curiosity comes into play. So when we activate curiosity, we can start to see things in a different way. We're not just seeing, is this an enemy I need to fight? Or is this a trap I need to avoid? 
we start noticing like, okay, this is what I think it is. This is what fear says it is, but what else could it be? So for you at the moment in this particular situation, yes, it's something that's, that's hard and it's tiring and it's, it's burning you out and you're feeling unsuccessful. What else could it be? And then I haven't found the right like answer yet that, uh, that I need more balance between that, that work, mm. stepping away, journaling, which has helped significantly already, and really just striving better to find that balance rather than go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. 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 And like sometimes maybe you, maybe what you were thinking before was that I'm going, going, going until I find the answer, then I can stop. Right. But maybe actually it's the other way around. It's you, it's go, stop, go, stop. And then I'll find the answer through that. So that's the process that I get there not my reward for getting the, the right answer. Definitely. And I really liked one of the things that you said. So cleaning can actually be good for the soul. I sometimes schedule that into my day to get away from the computer, blast music, gain a small sense of accomplishment. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I think it helps so much. So actually yesterday after like, or I guess it was a couple of days ago, but after I had that like, oh my gosh, I need to stop reading this book right mm. now. I cleaned my whole house, <laughs> blasted music, cleaned my whole house. And it was really great. Yeah. And I, I think you made like a, a comment afterwards. And you're like, okay, this is not a woman's place. Like I'm still a feminist, but <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it was a funny one. It came from, and I guess, yeah, I, put, I remember writing that bit and that was sort of this time last year. So when we were deep into that first lockdown, when like yeah. everything stopped um, and, and we had this kind of weird sense of the doldrums, like where there's nothing going on. And initially, it, you know, some people were like, this is great. I've got so much time to do everything else. Um, but there was also, after a while, there was, there was a sense of unease about that, I think. And I think that comes from because we're so used to movement. We're so used to progress. And we're so used to kind of tr going along in one direction, seeing that, like, you put in something and you get the outcome. And, and like, that kind of formula works. And so when, when you're in the doldrums, it's like nothing is happening. And yeah. if you try and paddle on faster, it will just tie you out. And sometimes the hardest thing to do is to wait because we're so used to feeling like we have control. We're so used to making things happen. And so, and, and the, one of the funny things that um, I read about was how in order to stay sane in the doldrums, sailors would do things like cleaning, you know, so kind of because it felt like, you know, it was something that they could control. So it's finding some sense of control within the wider space of not being able to control the weather. But it was yeah. also making sure that um, it was kind of a sense of preparation and readiness. So like, you know, the deck is clean and the ship is well, well, you know, well kept and ready yeah. to go again when the wind picks up. Yeah. So I guess, you know, for you, it's maybe a sense of like, okay, I can, you know, I can look after my space right now I can look after myself yeah and also I guess the other way of thinking it's like this space right now rather than thinking of it as I've gone wrong or I'm in a pit where I'm not successful maybe this is a space of new beginnings maybe this mm -hmm. is a space of exploration where the point is to ask questions and discover things rather than to have the right answers yeah oh my gosh I love it. <laughs> because <laughs> right? what changes in you when you think about it that way 
my eyes light up a little bit more <laughs> and it feels, I mean, then there's, it feels like endless possibility, right? Like my mind officially, like initially went to like creation and writing <laughs> versus like being stuck in like this monotony of having to sell or like having to like produce content, but like in more of a creative way. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we get, you know, start to go towards the third step, which is holy shit, which is the revelation. It's like when, when we sit with it long enough, when we're, um, when we come to terms with being there, it doesn't make the shit go away, but you start to notice the treasure in, in the middle of the shit, as it were. Yeah. Um, I always say like, so treasure is where we keep it is not where we find it. Yeah. So when we where we keep it is like in in a beautiful clean space with good lighting and it's like ta da here's my treasure, um, but where we find it is in the middle of the dirt, uh, un- underground in a cave, and so it's recognizing that actually in these moments of struggle, yes it's hard and yes it's shit, and there can also be some truth, some beauty, some opportunity in that same space. And if we kind yeah. of like set our radar to look for it, we can find there is treasure in the middle of the struggle. That was beautiful, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I think that was, guys, if I haven't sold this book enough, like go to Amazon, go buy this book right now because it is fantastic. And it, if you're really, if you're feeling stuck, like this is the book that will help at least give you some clarity to keep going Mm -hmm. in a different way and kind of reapproach it in a different way. Because we're the Unstuck Institute, I'm going to quote you one more time. Sometimes being stuck doesn't look like stuck. It doesn't look like you're stuck in one place. It looks like you're all over the place. Yes, 100%. (laughs) 100%. Grace, you've been awesome. You've been fantastic. Are there any more nuggets? Because you dropped a ton. Any more nuggets of wisdom that you want to drop on the unstuckers? Yeah, we often see struggle as a sign of, of life interrupted. It's like this is the, you know, I had a plan and this is the thing that's getting in the way of my plan. But actually, you know, what if we started looking at it as this is the life? It may not be the life that we had planned or we had imagined, but actually what if this like messy, incomplete, awkward moment is where life happens? And we can show up anyway um, and, you know, and, and then see what we discover in that. That was a great nugget. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, where can the good people find you, find your book, work with you? What are, what are all of your details? So you can find out all about the book at strugglethebook.com and you can keep in touch with me at gracemarshall.com. Uh, for me, the book is always just the start. So the magic is in the conversation. So I'd love you to check out the book, but also I'd love you to come and get in touch and start a conversation and let me know what kind of truth, beauty, opportunities coming up for you in your perhaps shittier moments. Guys, I can totally agree with that. The book is like one level. Talking to Grace is totally next level. Do it. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for having me, Chell. Of course. Thank you so much. I wish Josh could have talked to you, but eh his loss, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, Grace. (laughs) Thanks so much. It's time for a recap. Well, that was amazing, Chell. I thought that was very informative and I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to speak to her. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) I think it was great that I wasn't there because I think it was more valuable to just focus on you and this one person. What did you get out of it? 
Oh my gosh. I think having the book is just one piece of it. Having someone to like walk you through it and kind of ask you those questions is really helpful as well. So Grace being able to like reading the three shits in the book, again, one thing, but having Grace kind of like break it down to like where I was at at that period of time was like a mind fuck. So it was really cool. Um, If you have the opportunity to speak to Grace, she's awesome. If you don't, then ask yourself those questions because I think that that's super important that you're not just reading the book, but that you're actually doing a deep dive to kind of get out of that struggle bus. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, Unstuckers out there, you've pretty much done it in reverse order from what Chell did. You've now heard Grace speak. Go buy the book. Link is in the show notes. I'm going to read it. I haven't read it yet, but based on uh, everything that's transpired on today's episode and Chell going on and on about it during Casual Fridays, (laughs) you bet your butt I'm going to be reading this book. So get this book and we can read it together and we will all get to that holy shit eureka moment. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the life book system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute life book today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. That's a wrap on episode 132. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Check out episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a lot. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching session with Josh and myself. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website, unstuck.institute. We'll talk to you next week when we'll be talking with Holly Margell about professional photos for your social media. Actually, in these moments of struggle, yes, it's hard and yes, it's shit. And there can also be some truth, some beauty, some opportunity in that same space.
I should I host this one? <laughs> Probably. I guess I'll intro host this one. All right. <laughs> it's all wackadoo. Here we go.